0: Hello and welcome to the Menstrual Mogul podcast. My name is Jacqueline aka the Menstrual Mogul. I want to know how many of you have affirmations that you like live and die by on the day to day. Or perhaps you're like me prior to me telling you what I'm about to tell you and you think affirmations are a little woo-woo or fluffy or quite honestly bullshit. I have been on both sides of the spectrums and I believe that there are different ways you can look and approach affirmations. But inside of this episode, I wanted to share some of the affirmations or perhaps beliefs or mission statements for my life that have drastically impacted my business the past year and that are my absolute mantras for 2024. And if you desire to take them on for yourself too, I am leaving it open to you, honey. In the past, I feel like any of the mantras or affirmations that I had heard felt too abstract and not specific enough to me and my uniqueness and what I was struggling with and what my beliefs were, and I feel like that's really important to notate and to realize if you see other people talking about affirmations and like what's worked for them, is that it's such a personal thing that it's hard to just throw out an affirmation out there without truly having the belief to back it up. Because I believe that's why the affirmations I'm sharing with you today are so powerful, is because the belief and the personalization behind it is so unique to me. But I remember seeing affirmations like money is always flowing to me or I am confident I am capable I am loved like oh my gosh yawn who <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean what impact that does that have on me I don't know it just felt like very uncomfortable to be honest and I think part of half of the Part being uncomfortable is that it's new. It was something that I wasn't doing anytime within like my first six figure business. I never used affirmations or anything like that. But also, it just didn't resonate. I was like, okay, like this doesn't feel sexy. It doesn't feel like I believe in it. There wasn't the energy and the thought to back it up. And I think that is the most important thing when it comes to anything that you're going to like write down every day or, or talk about every day or say and breathe and tap on or whatever have you. You have to have the belief and a little bit of evidence to back it up. And so a lot of affirmations, a lot of mantras that you may tell yourself are going to probably ebb and flow and evolve, and they rightfully should because we need to meet ourselves where we are. We need to say something, believe in it enough – at least like a little bit at first, but also, again, have that proof to back up what we're saying so that there's even more energy behind it so it becomes our reality more and more every day. So I just want to say that as a caveat, and I'm going to break down some of the affirmations that I have been living and dying by and also the proof I have that helps me really embody and emulate the essence that comes from each one of them. The first one is money is a means to my memories. So if I'm being completely honest and I learned this in a lot of the mindset work that I've done is that I have always felt like an asshole for wanting to earn money and there's a few reasons for it. Number one, I did grow up very privileged. I had, you know, parents that paid for my college. I was able to get a car. Um, You know, I had to work. I I was instilled a work ethic. It wasn't like I was being spoon-fed whatsoever. But I felt like I had been really lucky growing up and that what that meant for me and my business in multiple aspects meant that I had to struggle, that I didn't deserve the money because I wasn't struggling. Like I thought I had to struggle in order to make money. So I would like make myself struggle. And then like, I felt like an asshole for wanting money because I had had it so easy growing up. And you know, like honestly, if I were in the absolute biggest pinch of my life, I know that I would have resources from my parents If I needed them. And so it felt uncomfortable for a while within my business to ask other people for any money, let alone the price that I invest or ask women to invest, and that I in turn have invested in. mentors of my own. So anyway, money has just been a really weird relationship that I I do continue to work on. It's gotten like so much better. So, so much better. And I know that I deserve the money that I make because of the transformation that I'm leaving, because of the impact for the women that I work with. And it's just so fulfilling. And I deserve to be compensated for my work and my time invested in my clients. And so one of the the mantras that helped me because like sometimes I just don't jive with the women that are constantly throwing out numbers and it's not that I'm not like happy for these women making a fuck ton of money and showing us what's possible. I love that. But I've also been an entrepreneur for 11 years. That was a big part of network marketing and it's kind of like, okay, that's like fun for a while but then like I need, I need to go deeper than that. I need this to go beyond like just a paycheck Stripe Thrive Cart screenshot that I'm like throwing up and like putting in the face of my followers and the leads that I have within my business. And I'm the type of person where I like to think about the bigger picture of things. Like in the bigger picture, when you die, is someone going to talk about that huge deposit that you had and how much money you made and all those things? No, they're not. And That really puts things into perspective for me and my clients. But one thing that I know money is important to fuel and to fund is my memories. I I think about it right now, like money is a means to my memories. It's a means for me to go fly down to Texas and spend time with my sister and my nieces whenever I want. It's a means for me and my husband to go on vacation and get away and enjoy our lives. It's a means for us to invest in really great camping gear so that we're able to travel the country and bring our dogs with us and experience life and be outside as much as possible. It's a means to my ski pass and my ski boots and hopefully new skis that I'll be getting sometime in the future so that I'm outside and feeling fulfilled and I will always remember a day on the mountain or time spent with loved ones and I know that money is a means to fuel the memories. As far as proof and evidence for this that makes this mantra and affirmation really powerful for me, I I think it's it's already proof in the pudding there. Like I've invested in many things when it comes to mentorship or my ski pass or trips and whatever, and they are always, always paying me back in full. And so I feel like the evidence is really palpable there that money is just a means to my memories. And that's why I wanna make a fuck ton of it because I wanna make a fuck ton of memories, like not just in my own personal life, but I hope down the road, I will be able to do retreats and client experience experiences so that we're able to have those memories together and go even deeper in this mentorship client relationship um, than we're already doing right now from a virtual place. The next affirmation that truly has an impact on my business and my life is enhancing my life experience enhances my client's experience too. Now, I've already run the business back in my 20s where I did not have a lot of client life boundaries. My life and my business and my personal space, everything was immersed and merged together. And I do believe as entrepreneurs to a certain capacity. We are our business. Our business is our life, but there are boundaries you can have in place so that one isn't completely infiltrating another. I remember in my first six-figure business, I was always trying to figure out how I could make every moment in my day or every like I don't know, make everything look like it was a spectacle so that I could turn it into an Instagram post so then I could inspire someone. And so, like, meanwhile, I was living on my phone with no boundaries. And this eventually led to burnout because I just kept thinking of my life kind of like a, the Truman Show. Like, how could I have people watching feel a certain way and kind of work my life and, like, schedule my life around that? You know, like, oh, let's take this trip. It'll be great for Instagram content. And now it's like, oh my gosh, that's so fucking cringe. (laughs) And that's not to say that I don't document when I travel and like use the B-roll footage and whatever, but I am in no way where I was in my 20s, like trying to make every personal moment of my life a... Instagram post. So when it came to running this business, my cycle syncing coach and business mentorship, I still got to work on a better. Like I don't know how to describe what I do as a title, but I'm a business coach, I'm a woman's hormone coach, I specialize in cycle syncing, like it's this whole thing. So if anyone has any like cool title ideas, please let me know because I feel like it can be confusing. But in this era of my business, I knew that that wasn't going to be a thing anymore. I knew that I had to fill my cup up before I helped others, which is so cliche, so eye roll, but it is important. So instead of the mantra, so like like I just said, my, my eyes rolled when I said, fill your cup up so you can help others. To be quite honest... Enhancing my life experience means enhancing my client's experience is the same exact fucking thing, right? It's the same concept. However, the pack and the punch behind it for for that latter one is much more powerful than the first one. So you have to figure out what this means to you because a lot of mantras and affirmations, man, they're all the same, same subject, same concept, but we got to make it work for us and personalize it, right? So this is a lot of stuff that like me and my clients do to really customize beliefs and mindset work to make it work for them instead of what society thinks will work for you. Things really changed for me when I moved from the suburbs of Philadelphia out to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. I went from girl boss to girl moss. I don't know if you've heard that phrase before, but I literally just wanted to forest bathe in the woods. I wanted to be immersed in nature. I wanted the mountains to heal me. And that's because I was burning on both ends in my previous business for sure. And so I let that happen. I let that experience take over. I allowed myself to go out in nature and have my phone on airplane mode or not even have it at all. And I just really needed that break. And so now that I am in this, you know, many years later in this era of my business now, I have struck a balance. And I can wholeheartedly say that the more I go off the grid, the more, you know, for instance, this afternoon I'm going skiing and when I ski, I maybe take like a video of the snow, but like I'm not on Instagram, I'm not checking Voxer, I'm not even text messaging and it's the ultimate accountability because honestly it's too cold out to like do any of that even on a chairlift or in the gondola. That is my no phone or like content creation time. It's just time for me to listen to the silence of the snow, to be out with my husband, to get into my meditative state when I am skiing or in the summer for me it's always camping. We go off the grid camping for weekends many times in the summer and there is no service. So I cannot do any work. I can take video I like to take videos that doesn't feel like much effort for me. I'm honestly I've been making at-home videos since I was like five or six years old. So that's just my creative and like artistic way of like expressing my life and my mission and my statement. Like so recording stuff when I am in nature, it feels very natural and not like a compromise to me. But I always have, whether I'm on the ski lift or I'm in nature just watching... It do its thing having these breakthroughs and aha moments even this past weekend I just learned how to do uh, how to bake sourdough bread and like do it from start to finish and that was something that was very overwhelming to me but I logged off of social media like posting at least for a day and a half and I just allowed myself to get into the process to to experience this thing that I know so many other people have experienced and found really a lot of value in and I let it teach me lessons like I have a million lessons from my sourdough bread (laughs) like uh, already only a few days in and so the more you experience life the more you get off your phone and go live life and you know travel and not check in and like You know, it doesn't mean you leave your clients hanging or your business hanging. It means that you have healthy boundaries. But the more you experience, you are able to bring so much more to your clients when it comes to coaching them through specific things within their business or their personal life or what have you. And that's what makes you a great coach is when you have life experience. I I don't know about you. Like, specifically when it comes to medical things and this is not medical advice I'm disclaiming that right here and right now but everything I have gone through in my health journey and like the the ups and downs of it has happened outside of a doctor's office it has happened from experience it has happened from learning from different different types of professionals on the internet and so that experience gives me experience to like give suggestions or just like at least different types of thinking to my clients. Uh, Same thing with business. I've gone through 11 years of business experience, um, but also I just think getting out, living life, and enhancing your own life experience, it brings so much more value to the table and value for the things that matter most of all. And then the final affirmation I have been living and dying by for about the past year is the more I take care of myself, the more money I make. I personally love this one so much. And I was struggling a lot last year with feeling like I needed external validation from things that were outside of my control within my business. So for instance, I only felt valued and seen and heard when I had someone order something or when I had a video go viral or when I got a certain amount of people on my email list. All these things that honestly I don't have control over when or if they happen. That's like on other people to make it happen. So one of the things I worked with my coaches on or with my coach on was how can I make myself feel that way? And And it was so simple, but it took forever. And now I have evidence and proof to back up this belief. But it was the more I took care of myself, meaning I meal prepped. I worked out. I got outside. I stepped away from the desk and from sitting all day. I wasn't watching water boil within my business. The moment I focused on the self-care, the more money I made. And perhaps for you right now, this is a hard one to maybe find evidence or proof around depending on where you are in your business or the experience that you've had in the past. This was hard for me to overcome at first because when I was in network marketing in my 20s, the message was always, you just have to outwork your competition. You know, if someone sends 10, hey girls, you better send 50. If someone is showing up, and posting once a day on Instagram, you better be posting three times a day. And it was just always more and more. And the the message was the more work you do, the more money you make. And I could only ever make, honestly, a certain amount of money because I believe the universe was tapping me on the shoulder and be like, hey, you're going to burn out. Like we're capping you here monetarily because your energy is capping at the same time too. And because of that, I wasn't building something sustainable, which, spoiler alert, that's why I burnt out six years in, moved to Wyoming, and then I had to start over all over again for the best reasons possible. And now that I know about my cycle and I teach women about their cycle and how to incorporate it into their business, it's a whole different show and it's the most sustainable foundation we could have ever built, not only for me, but for my clients too. But all of this to say that when it comes to proving that the more you take care of yourself, the more money you make, there could be a interim where that doesn't feel true and it doesn't feel real. So it may feel hard to Take ownership of an affirmation like that. And I just want you to be open to it. And maybe it's said in a different way, depending on where you are right now, or like, maybe it's a scaled down version. And then you get up to the more I take care of myself, the more money I make. But for me, the proof that I have is, I can't even tell you how many times I've turned my phone off and gone skiing or gone for a hike, and I come back to ThriveCard orders in my inbox. Or there's been times where I have my phone on airplane mode in the morning and I don't check my phone or any messages or inbox or anything like that. And I have someone inquire about one-to-one and wanting the application. And that, you know, leads to money down the line. But it really took having these strict boundaries where I'm not letting the external validate me and I'm taking care of myself through various vessels, um, whether it's actual health habits or just boundaries around my work and having it pay me back in tenfold so that, man, even if I wasn't making the money I was making, at least I would know I'm not sacrificing like my health and my mental health. And I was still fulfilled in that capacity, even if the money wasn't pouring in the way it is right now. But that's not the case. The more I take care of myself, the more money I make. So it is my mission to get all of my clients and you listening to this podcast to either create your own version to meet you where you are right now or to take on this belief for yourself. I have a client who says, the more I rest, the more I can do the rest. Wait, no, what is it? I think that is the version. (laughs) But anyway, we can all create our own versions of this or I give you full permission to take this or any of the affirmations I've mentioned in this episode on for yourself. And if you would be so kind to tag me on social media anytime you feel the need to use them or to empower your audience to use them too, I would love you forever. And it also would just warm my heart to know that any of these mantras, affirmations, or whatever proof you need to embellish them and make them something you truly embody, I just would love to hear all of it. Money is a means to my memories. The more I take care of myself, the more money I make and enhancing my own life experience enhances my clients' experiences. This is the freaking vibe for 2024, y'all. We are going to bust the myths and the beliefs that you need to work harder and always be available in order to always make money. That is not the vibe. That is not the case. I want to make it a reality for every client that comes into my world that you can work smarter, more in alignment with your cycle, obviously, and take care of yourself more than ever and in turn make fucking bank. Like, we believe that to our core here in the House of Menstrual Mogul. So if you want this to be a core belief of yours and a place that you would want to build your business from, I really encourage you to slide into my DMs and talk to me about one-on-one mentorship. I'll also leave the application and sales page here in the show notes of the podcast episode. But it is, ugh, it is a palpable vibe, one that I am so, so honored slash just inspired to share with my clients and every woman I get to help in the capacity that I'm able to. So with that being said, I hope that any of these landed for you or at the very least you can create your own versions of these mantras and affirmations please feel free to um and make sure to rate and review this podcast so that this message can out get out to other women in the world thank you guys so much for listening and i will talk to you next time